0: This week on 831 Living Your Best Life, I have been introducing you to the people that inspired me as a child. One of my inspirations was born in Melbourne, Australia, April 12, 1930. As a young boy, I grew up hearing about the challenge to break the four-minute mile barrier and the fact that it was thought impossible. I read many stories about this impossible task that... He had to be an enormous effect on my thinking and planning as a child because it was his training methods and ideas that shaped me. Today, I want to tell you about John Landry of Australia and his greatest race. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I want you to tell your friends and relatives to go to their favorite podcast provider or to junglejimhunter.com, or you can listen to me on YouTube and subscribe, download, like, rate, and review, and become an a 31 er someone that wants to help others live their best life. Well, the Australian Championships were at Olympic Park and there were 20,000 spectators that wanted to watch this race. The Australian Championships were held at Olympic Park with 20,000 spectators. Entering the second turn of the third lap, Morgan Morris was first and Clark was second. Landy was third. Clark stumbled and Landy had to jump clear of him and the rest of the field raced ahead. In Landy's attempt to clear Clark, he spiked Clark in the arm. And so he continued on for a few strides and then stopped, turned back, ran back to Clark, helped him get up, and made sure he was okay. When Clark got back to his feet, he said, I'm okay to Landy and continued to run, leaving Clark standing there for a moment, wondering what he should do next, because he had stepped on the infield and thought he would be disqualified. Instead, he jumped back on the track, now 35 meters behind the leader, Morris. Landy had lost roughly seven seconds, but with every stride, was slowly gaining on the pack and the leader. One by one, he passed the pack and finally passed Clark, and around the last turn, sprinted past the leader, winning the race by 11 meters. Harry Gordon, the Melbourne Sun writer, said this about the race in an open letter to John Landy. The fellas in the press box don't have many heroes. Up in the press box, we don't usually clap. They have mastered the art of observing without becoming excited. But at 4.35 p.m., they forgot the rules. They had a hero, and you were it. In the record books, this will look like an ordinary race. But for my money, the fantastic gesture, and the valiant recovery make it an overshadowing of your magnificent miles. It was your greatest triumph. The time in the race was four minutes and four seconds point two, yet those that were there said it had to be the greatest mile of its time. John Landy trained at night, just past midnight, using the streetlights to give him a shadow to look at on the walls of the large buildings he ran next to. He studied the rhythm of his legs, his arm movement. He balanced the action of both. He looked for symmetry. He kept his head level and his center of gravity still. His shoulders relaxed and watched his feet landing heel to toe so that he could run as if he was floating over the track. He could never catch his shadow, but he could learn from it. He said he never wanted to step into the starting gate unless he was the fittest person on the track. and. He said to himself often that the mind is always selling the body. I was born in 1953, and almost daily at supper, you had to be prepared to give a report to my dad by learning to communicate with precise, accurate reports on what you had learned that day. Dad would have you stand on the chair and give your report. This grew into having to be prepared to give a speech in front of an audience, and this taught you as a young boy to lift your confidence and your ability to carry any room and any group of people what a gift my father gave me. My first speech was on the singular word, they. They said this or that, and how much power we give to people we are never going to meet, and we make it into fact. Have you done that? I think all of us have done it at some point. From there, Dad graduated me to speaking the stories of real people that we could learn from and read about. Today's Air 31 influencer, John Landy, taught me the three Ds, dedication, discipline, and determination. You see, my quote for the day comes from John Landy. The mind is always selling the body. Are you purchasing inspiration or desperation today? The dedication of Landy to train after midnight using the shadows as a way to see his technique inspired me to photograph and film my competition so I could see what I was doing on the ski slopes. The discipline to train the right way and make sure you arrived at the starting gate knowing you are fit enough for the task made sure I communicated precisely and was ready for every race. And the determination to fall fail get back up and improve upon your previous performance empowered me to try again and again to believe that despite never winning a race in the first five years to carry on i want to thank john landy for his inspiration we never met But I knew you, John Landy, through the books and the stories I read of your life. Thank you for teaching me to write and report and rehearse and learn to communicate, to inspire, communicate, to empower my 831 listeners to live their best life. Thank you for listening. I hope you will go out today and be an 831er and inspire and communicate with precision and empower the people around you to live their best life. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet.